don't look back. You can reflect for a few seconds, but just keep going, keep going strong. Look, you got one life to live and just do it. Just fucking do it. Hi everyone, this is Helene, and this is Coming From The Heart. And today is December 30th, 2020. I can't believe I'm saying it's 2020 and it soon will be 2021. How weird is that going to be? But I think for so many of us, including myself, we're kind of happy to see 2020 on its way out. Although, of course, you know me, and the bit of optimism. Oh, that sounds like a podcast that I listen to. It's because you do listen I to I do it. listen to it. Oh, hello, I'm here. Yeah. And, and we're sitting together. We you know, are. normally, she, well, she's like, yeah, we're in the same house, but we're going to record virtually. It's it just better vibe. You know, it once, is a I, vibe. once I left the house and we started to record virtually, she's like, yeah, we're going to continue that now when I'm here. Oh, but yeah. I interrupted you, so go back. It's okay. Anyway, Today is December 30th, and tomorrow is the new year approaching us, of course, at midnight. But and, um, this episode is airing on the very first day of the new year, 2021. So when you're listening, hindsight is 2020. Hindsight is 2020. I don't know. For me, it feels like it's been a very, very long year. And I think it's because I left my job in January. And of course, I went out on some short term disability with all the stuff that was going on with me. And it just seemed like this tunnel that I was in. And I think for all of our listeners out there who know my story very well by now, how I had vertigo and when I went out and why this podcast became what it is, because it was a cathartic way for me to heal. I definitely was in a tunnel. And I guess I saw the light. I mean, it sounds like so, it sounds like our first episode, Alexandra. But for me, seeing the light was the ability to have this podcast, have this platform, and work with you. Oh, wow. She's giving me a compliment. I am. So I just feel like, I don't know, I feel validated. I feel honored. I feel so light and so happy that I have the ability to do a podcast with you, Alexandra, that we have touched so many people's lives and so many more that we just don't even know about. I think that having a medium like a podcast is something that is quite special. And I think people who have the ability to have a podcast probably feel the same as I, that you just don't know the type of people that you're going to touch in so many different ways with so many different types of guests that have come on here. And for the new year, we are just going to go global. We are going to take this podcast to places that I think that you and I, I don't know if we've never imagined, but if I have anything to do with it, and you know me, I've been very busy with my LinkedIn interns. Thank you, interns out there. We, you know who you are and we love you, love you. She is, she's the, <laughs> I say my mom's the CEO. I'm learning a lot from her. Yeah, she's I am. building the team. 
I am building the team. You are. You are. And I think that when you started this, or we started this in the beginning, well, actually it was you. And then she was like, okay, you can come along. Right. I never even thought to, like, bring people on. I just thought it was the two of us and my mom wise in... <laughs> Like she's, you know, I was going to say wise in your, your years. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. The more brains, the better. When you say bring people on, clarify, you mean bring interns into our world? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't really think about, because, you know, when you look at a podcast or even like when you look at shows, you're seeing the person or the voice behind the episode or whatever. You don't really think of who's helping to orchestrate Mm. behind the scenes. Yes. And we love all of our interns and, and, you know, of course, Alex, you know, the OG. we love you, Alex. That's, um, that's a given. But, but course, and Alex yes. is our sound engineer for anyone new listening. But I think, yeah, it, in the beginning, it's just like, you know, we're like a small growing plant, small growing tree. You start to uh, water that seed and then it begins to grow. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that coming into this, medium. We just had one thing in, I think we just definitely had one thing in mind. How can we touch people to not feel alone? And I look, you know, I'm visualizing actually that tunnel when I just was saying that moments ago, because it could not have gotten any darker. There are days even now where I'm just trying to figure stuff out with me in my own package, shall I say, in my own world of how I'm feeling and what I'm doing and how I keep healing day by day with the support of this podcast. I mean, honestly, this podcast is what's keeping me going. And I think our relationship as a mother-daughter gig is something so unique and something so special that I think we definitely need to talk more about that because there's not that many mother-daughter podcasts out there, as far as I know. I I mean, mean, maybe a few, but... I don't really, yeah, I mean, I don't really know of many. I know there's this one comedian, I forget her name, she has one with her mom, and actually, like, different celebrity moms come on. I think it's called We Call Your Mom, something like that. I'll I'll have to look it up. Yeah, there's not really many mother-daughter things. Well, because, you know why. (laughs) Because we fight. Uh, Because the mother-daughter thing, it's, it's a very special relationship okay let's just talk to the reality and cut to the chase of this bullshit we fight and mothers and daughters fight and if you think that everything is so amicable well then we are not speaking our truth alexandra and that is part of what the platform of this podcast is yeah i think that though like in any family business relationship it takes some time for the water to settle and you know the the it's a different um it's acclimating uh, our relationship to yeah. a new level but i think i think the water settled and now I think so and now it's 2021 it and is 2021 we so we are yeah. just we're thinking of kim if you haven't listened to her episode we love her we're thinking about her and her manifestation and what we want to bring into this new year and actually so you know me guys with the bachelorette and bachelor Yes. Love it. I saw Rachel Lindsay's post the other day on Instagram, and she always picks a word for the year. So I, I like that idea because it kind of well, sets I the tone. Well, I love words, as it, you know. I know, and it, I feel like I really like that idea. It sets the tone, and maybe, you know, like everyone looks at the new year, and it, it's a mm. new clean slate. It's, it's a chance to start over, and I feel like maybe we can all... No pun intended, breathe again, right? 
You yes, know, we I can breathe, breathe again. again. When and I, I and I keep saying this to my friends. I'm like, guys, are you in on the joke? And they're like, what is it? I'm like, guys, you can't say Happy New Year <laughs> tomorrow night. Because you know why? If you do, if we are just like it's any other ordinary mm-hmm. night, we're going to reverse the, the spell. We're going to reverse the curse. And then you're going to snap your fingers. And then we're all going to go into a alternate universe where uh, COVID doesn't exist. Absolutely. But what I'm also thinking about, again, Kim, we, we're talking about you. But let's go back to the words. But let's well, go- okay, well, we'll hold on to you for a moment, Kim. We'll go back to the word. My word, maybe it was validation in 2020, and I still feel that it is my word for 2021 because I feel that in whatever job you have, and when I left my job and now, of course, speaking to, gosh, so many of our guests and so many different people that are now connected to us through the podcast, people want to be loved and people want to be validated. And I feel that the pandemic has made so many people feel completely alone and completely not validated in so many venues of their life, whether it's work-related, whether it's personal. So... You know, I, I've been listening to podcasts, as you well know, Alexandra. And what's your favorite? Um, I can't really say what my favorite is. I think I take bits and pieces of the many that I do listen to, and I sit back as a listener, which is always a wonderful thing to do as I'm driving my car. That's where I like to listen to my podcasts. Because I feel that when I'm driving, my mind is free. Usually going, to, of course, to my physical therapy is where I'm driving to, but... I just, you know, every podcast I listen to, as you say, are these intellectual ones learning something. But I really feel even the ones that are silly or, of course, sex, okay, sexually oriented, or it's millennium girls chatting with one another about dating or whatever it is. And I laugh and it's fun and, you know, whatever it is. But I think that what I've extracted from all of the podcasts, and I've been listening to so many different ones, it's just about people wanting to find a soulmate and be validated and be loved. I mean, the social, you know, media, social medium and not social medium, social media and the dating apps and this and that. It's just finding that person that you want to be with that's going to make you feel wonderful and great. And I don't know. I think that's just kind of what I'm thinking about when I'm listening to different podcasts. Now, you're going to impress me on my three. Okay. You want to hear what it is? It can be what you you turn on your car. You're like, okay, I'm going to drive. Like, what do you turn on? Okay. A bit of optimism absolutely is number one with Simon Simon Sinek. 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 Okay. And why I like that podcast is because it makes me think. Oh, uh, he's like, yes. He's I love brilliant. you, Simon. He, and um, so good at asking questions. Yeah, like, he's um, like you get chills. Yeah, he just makes me ponder and think more about things that I always thought that I just knew, or people that maybe I I kind of know knew, or shall I say they're you know famous or infamous or whatever that they come on, and even people that are famous, let's say, I'm thinking, of course, specifically Marie Schreiber, who's coming to my mind, who you know I love Maria. If you ever want to come on this podcast, Maria, you know there's always a seat next to me or we're just a virtual away, that they're just people just wanting to be validated, wanting to stick to a cause, and just trying to do good for others. And that's really what Simon's podcast is about, optimism, 
So Simon, yeah, definitely love okay. you. Number two is Burning in Hell. Burning in Hell. I do love you, Hannah. And yeah, I just you made me laugh as I was driving. My son, I think, was sleeping at that time. Well, we love the episode but, with Nana. Oh, yes. I love your Nana. She is so cool. And she reminds me a lot of my Aunt Bunny, who is now actually 81. Just about her perspective. I mean, clearly, all right, Aunt Bunny, I'm not sure about the sex part. But yeah, she's just a unique, wonderful woman that you're very lucky to have her in your life. So yeah, so I was just loving that episode. And like I said, I was just laughing a lot. Anyway, and number three, I don't even know if I have a three. I think it's just two. It's just two. I think it's and, just and, two. And your own, of course. Well, of course, I can't rank coming from the heart in there because that is my my soul, my blood, and my life. Huh. So, Well, you know what I listen to. Okay, so number one. I love Girls Gotta girls Eat. Girls Gotta Eat. Number lo- two, no, Girls I'm, Gotta no, Eat. No, it's not. This is not in ranking order. This is just, they were my first podcast that I ever listened to, and they introduced me to this world of podcasting. Yeah. I love Burning in Hell. I love Hannah's podcast. We love Naz's podcast, yes. too. Oh, yes, of course. Let's see. Anything Bachelor-related, I'm always down to listen to. Off the Vine with Caitlin Bristow. There was another one, and I can't think we of We listened to the episode about Ivan. Yeah. Um, I like Call Her Daddy. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I was true. giving recommendations to my friends tonight, and I, and I do love a bit of optimism because it makes me think. My mom's like, the other day in the car, she's like, you know, your brain... You use it so much for school <laughs> that anything that is not academic, it's like, you yeah, know. exactly. But it's fun because yes. I, in the very beginning of the, you know, my mom, she's like, do I just, I, I, I press play and there, there it goes. Like, you know, <laughs> that's just what it is. No, I'm like it's a conversation no. with your friends and truly, you know, each week with these episodes, it's just like. I always think about a podcast as a conversation with your friends, except now you're invited and now everyone's listening and now we're on Apple. And now we're also with Hillary or with Michelle and we love them on the podcast too. Yes. You know, we're, yes. we're in the ranks of many influential and strong women and we love that. Hey, that's, you know, manifesting 2021. Mm-hmm. Michelle. Yeah. Hello. There's yeah, Michelle. Sh- Michelle, Hillary. There's, yes. There's always a... Clarify Michelle Obama. Michelle, okay, because <laughs> I just say Michelle, and who's Michelle? Michelle Obama. Of course. And Hillary Clinton. Of um, course. Yeah, they okay. are just amazing. I feel yeah. like Kamala really needs a podcast, but she's, she does. she's the VP. She's so busy. She's, she's busy. Well, there's definitely a seat for you, Kamala, anytime you want to come on. Oh, so, she's great. Oh, my God. So, yeah, Inspire. Yes. So, those are my podcasts. Yes. And, mm. and, yeah, we love listening to them because they make us smile. Well, I was also just going to say podcast in general. I think that as a podcaster, or as we are podcasters, plural, is that every podcast has this unique something going on to it. And I think that's what it is, how people connect to whatever podcasts are your favorites and so forth. But getting back to our podcast, I believe and I know that our podcast is going to go on for a very long time. And I'm going to tell you why. Okay, and I have a, I have a follow-up to that. Okay, well, so of course you do. if there are new listeners out there, how would you define our podcast? Well, good question. Okay, I was about to say is our podcast, and I was just telling a new friend of mine, Who? Jim Buchanan oh, yeah. from Ray Katina, who hopefully is going to come on and say hi to us. We had the nicest conversation yesterday 
when I was uh, having something done with my car and so forth and so on. And he was just saying that in his business and in what he does, and he's so connected with all these different types of people, influencers and all influencers, influencers, um, is that again, the validation and the genuinity and people that just want to sit down and have a conversation. I think the art of conversation really was gone for quite a while because we're all so plugged in. We're all so immediate information, immediate communication. And also when I was talking to Jim yesterday and I was thinking about conversations I've had with dad and conversations I've had at work with people, there's a certain generation of people out there, and I'm not going to label who, that as a younger, let's say, 30s plus something, or maybe mid-20s, it depends on the person. I can't just blanket everybody. Technology has taken over and people don't know how to communicate. They don't know how to speak to one another. And I used to teach communication classes. And I used to say, and I even said to you, one of the classes that I would teach, and I even mentioned this to Jim a little bit yesterday, is a listening class. How do you listen? And most people don't listen. People are so ready just to tell you what they have to think about whatever it's whatever the situation is or whatever the topic is. But how many people can actually sit back and listen? So I think podcast, again, remember I'm talking about it, it is this medium, has been a wonderful way for people just to have to listen. And it reminds me of the days of when my dad was a child and growing up and television wasn't out, which is crazy to think about. He listened to what the radio and the radio was this medium of every type of communication you could get. It was your news. It was your enter entertainment. It was everything. And you really had to have very sharp, clear listening skills. And I think that for the most part, people don't these days, particularly kids, because they're growing up in a generation where people don't listen. Well, like when you, I was little, you didn't let me have TV until no, like a not so age, much, you know? Not so no, much. I, I agree because, well, I, I too, of course, listen to many podcasts, but like when you have a therapist or someone come on to give advice, something that I heard that was really, it was interesting when you talk to someone and you have a conversation, sometimes you also have expectations of like what that person's going to say. Maybe the person's like not fully listening because they're trying to respond. And so you could say to the person like, I just want you to listen or like, hear me out. I just want to feel validated. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know if it's like a generational gap or it's a person specific, which I do think it is that, I mean, some people are just better listeners than others. Don't you agree? No. No, now? I think it's something that you're taught when you're a child. And I think that, again, growing up in a media-driven, social media, instantaneous communication, that we're all so ready just to react within seconds, or not even a second, less than a second. So again, back to the pandemic, I think that the pandemic, the silver lining, my optimistic look of everything, <laughs> is that the pandemic has made us stop and pause. Well, I have to say, though, like, when I talk to friends about, like, how our class is going, right, I feel like even myself, my attention span has gotten shorter within classes, that it's harder to pay attention on Zooms and stuff. Zoom, and that, yeah, that's tough. That it's, like, if you say to someone, what did the person say in lecture today? 
You have some people mm-hmm. that sit at the front are the ones that are going to listen, and right. then the people in the back are not. Mm-hmm. And and you could say to that person, like, what what did they talk about? I don't know. Okay, look, we're in a science class, and it's okay. Orgo. Right. You're like, well, what the, the hell? I, right. What, what right, the hell is right, going right, on? Right. But, because you could be listening to all well, the that's, whole you know, Excuse me for a second, but that's different. I'm not talking... Academia is completely a different entity, and I should have clarified that. It depends on the type of class, if it's more on the arts type of class. You're talking about science. the everyday conversation. Science is in a world, as you know, by itself. Maybe an academic class that's more the arts, you know, uh, the psychologies and so forth. Not that, not that I'm negating that as not as dry and not as, as interesting. It depends on the type of class and the type of professor. It also has to do with the professor, too. Oh, my God. You know? Yeah. So we have, we, we all know there, uh, we all know if you attend Rutgers, there's the, not to negate age, but the 80-year-old people. It's everywhere. That just never no, leave. It's, it's, and but no, but that's, you know, but getting back to the listening and getting back to what we're talking about is that I'm talking about people who just want to have the ability to have better communication with their family, with their friends, with their coworkers, with work. Uh, sitting in straight lecture, I think that's a little bit completely different. That's not really what I was going. So again, why and how and should people listen to podcasts? I say, hell yeah, listen to something because it might really make you, I don't know, I should say more intelligible as far as just vocabulary and and learn new different things and yeah it's a great and also you know the new york times has has a great podcast so there's so many it's a great way especially like who wants to sometimes sit down and read it's like a a wonderful way to get new information yes so my second question to you was how would you define our podcast like what to a new listener how would i define it well i think we're we're morphing a little bit i think we're rebranding we're like in the rebranding stage yes you want to know how i define it i don't know but you're answering your own question that's true and i'm getting ahead of myself okay (laughs) you go i'll go okay i think when we not i think i know when this podcast started day one back in june the platform and it still remains was of mindfulness, sticking to the truth, community, and never feeling alone. Now, clearly that is definitely what we're still striving and very much about what we what we are. You know, comparatively to like I say other podcasts that might be short-lived that kind of go in many different directions and Alexandra knows that when a guest comes on, that's always my number one thought is how is this guest going to contribute or or validate any of these points of what our platform is about. And I have to say, it's so interesting, but they always do. Yeah. Because, and that's, I think, I think that's also the uniqueness of the type of guests that we bring on because they're so varied that there's so many different types of people that you may think, now, how is this person going to relate to any of this, you know, their, their platforms? But they do. And I feel because the way we ask questions, the way that we make people feel very relaxed, and also the genuinity. And I was, again, talking to Jim yesterday about this, about our, our platform and why we're different as compared to others is that we are just who we are. And we speak the truth. We say what it is with respectful to whatever topics we're, we're talking about. And I feel that whatever guests we have on, feel the guest just feels amazingly great as we're speaking to them because we just allow them just to be who they are. Yeah. And I think that there's some podcasts where 
there might be a little bit more of a pretentiousness to it, or maybe the guest really doesn't feel like they get to really say what they want to say, respectively, of course. And I feel that we sort of somehow extract that from whoever we're talking to. We set the mood. You like to set the mood. Yeah. Sit back, relax. Absolutely. Put on your PJs. Yeah. Have some wine. Have another glass of wine. I wish I could be drinking wine instead of my Uh, seltzer. I also think, though, that we're special because we're mother-daughter is what I was going to say, too. Yeah, of course. And that most aren't. And that's about it. And I just think that people feel comfortable because it's like we've been in people's shoes. When you have the ability to have empathy is because you've gone through shit and you have felt alone. And so, like, the reason why we always are like, you're not alone is because we've felt alone. We felt alone. You know, I don't really talk about this much, but I I always say to my mom that fourth grade, like elementary school was like my social peak. And then middle school, which I'm sure many share this experience was shit. And, you know, not, not having friends or not being invited to bar and bat mitzvahs and you not having the high school experience. I'm sure that people have felt the same. You listening might feel the same that you have felt alone. And I'm sure that for some people that this is the first time they felt alone in this pandemic. I mean, I don't know how it must be like, there's a difference between being by yourself and being alone. And I think that a lot of people that are single or live by themselves have had to come up with this schedule, if you want to call it, to reach out to people, to have daily conversations, to social distant walk, to connect. Because I think that this past year in 2020 is that we've all been craving social connection and not being able to have it has just been so hard. And and it comes down to who we are as humans and like our core values that we want to connect with people. And then there's some people that are like completely fine with staying in there. And then there's other people that might've had the realization that, oh, whoa, like I'm like really okay with staying in my apartment or house for like weeks yeah, on end. Uh, and, yeah. and you do you, like that's not, we're saying that's not bad, but I'm sure at some point you want to poke out your head and, and say hi. And 2020 has taught us a lot of lessons. It's been at least for me, and I'm sure my mom, it's very, very introspective. You spend a lot of time with your, your thoughts in your own head, and, and sometimes your mind can be like, you want to say, shut the fuck up to it. But then other times, it's like learning how to like be nice to yourself, right? Yes, yes, and yes. And I also think that for people who had to be with their parents oh. for a duration of time. <laughs> that's, that's me. Okay. I fit in that yes. box right or, now. Or, you know, unfortunately have to stay in a toxic relationship and so many other situations out there. It's been extremely difficult and painful. Yeah. But I think that on the positive note, if there is any positive to any of that, is that families had to readjust. The family house became the family school the family entertainment center, your home became so many different facets of what you, what you knew in your in your personal life. It also made you redefine or define relationships, hopefully in a better way, and sometimes maybe not. But you know, I think that the pandemic brought on many, 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 many different things to many people because everyone is so unique to themselves. But the pandemic, I mean, I'm just referencing back to Kim for a moment, is whereby the universe or the world or whatever higher being that you that you connect to 
needed people to stop for moments of time. I mean, a pandemic with the thousands of people who have died and so many different situations, and we spoke about this so many times on many of these episodes about the frontline workers and the people who are out there literally on the front lines supporting our daily needs, whether it's shopping, whether it's post office, whether it's someone like, of course, delivering your mail, et cetera, that we give such gratitude to these people. Of course, one point people were cheering off their balconies and applauding. And it's it's quite sad that a pandemic had to bring on that accolade that people in those positions were just never looked upon. They were actually quite ignored. And of course, the doctors, nurses, et cetera. So I think there's a lot to learn from this pandemic. I think that years to come, when you decide if you're ever having children in your future or Presley's having his and so forth, I think that it'll be looked at in a very multifaceted way, not just into the negative aspect, but the learning curve of what we actually survive five years from now or so, and, you know, kids are, again, being born today, they may turn to their parent and go, oh, my God, how did you, like, not go outside? Because I think you adapt or you try to to your new norm. Yeah. And that's what I always would say to my whole family. It's this new normal. What is the new normal? Well, you make it the new normal because you need to go out and breathe the air and wear a mask. And, like, we spoke of this before. Uh, a year ago, or when this happened in March, oh my God, wearing a mask, although some people still seem to be a little hesitant about that, which is a completely different topic. But again, going into 2021, I just wish everyone a lot of health, a lot of happiness. And I don't know why I'm starting to cry, but yeah. I think there's a lot of t- to unpack with this past year, but I like the advice I'm giving to myself and to all of you is to take the lessons and that introspective component of yourself and just apply it to to your future you know there's like there's a lot to learn with the social component and there's just like yeah it's a lot to unpack but yeah you you survived you're you're here you did it yeah yeah and you should be really happy that you survived and really proud that you've kept yourself safe and you've give a shit about other people because you've worn a mask and you've cared about your family and you checked in on people yeah and You've done it. And, yeah. that, and that alone is something to be so goddamn yeah. proud of. Yeah, I, I agree. And so I asked you before, though, about yes. the word. And, yes, I, and yes. I've been thinking about, so it's interesting, if you haven't listened to Kira's episode, guys, do that, last week's episode. But she talks a lot about human design and who you are as a person, like what does your soul want? And I like asking the question of what does your soul want because it's who you are as a core and like what do you want? I feel like I've just been thinking so much about traveling now. I want to feel free. I yeah. want to feel free. Yeah. Because I feel like, I mean, yeah, uh, once this pandemic is over and the vaccine is distributed and everyone can take off their mask, I feel like that's what we've all been itching towards of just yearning to feel free. Because the really what comes down to it is why there was a controversy with the mask is because the mask felt like it was restricting you in some way. You know, you, you, people's rights felt inhibited, although the science does not state that masks save lives. Yeah, I would love to, like, feel free. I'm thinking about roller skating, which I love. That. I think that will be fun. And I'm just excited to hopefully be able to travel, have some sense of normalcy, go back to, go back to a little of, of what it was before, 
and get back to normal, but like not forget what we've gone through. I don't think that forgetting is ever going to happen. I think that a little piece of whatever this pandemic brought to you and hopefully you're safe and you didn't have to go through any of the horribleness of the disease or anyone you know, but I think that we've completely changed. We, we as a world, we as yeah. a globe, because remember it is global, are not going to just resume back to normalcy. People who've had certain types of jobs probably will not go back to that job in that same capacity. And that's what Kim's book is about, the corporate structure. But any type of job situation, it's not going to be same old, same old, same as. No way, because how is that even possible? Again, my son and I were talking about it today, like, you know, if you have a cold or if it's flu season, put on your mask. It doesn't need to be a pandemic. In fact, the numbers for the flu are down significantly because people are wearing masks. Yeah. So imagine that if you could actually care about your neighbor or your friend or going out in public and not wanting to cough or sneeze because you don't want to spread what you have. It's just having those social norms. The social norms have changed. Yeah. They have changed. I don't believe that the, the switch will flip and it's going to be back to what it was. January 2020, I was watching Oprah. That was, she was my talking birthday. About. I was in Central Park. We ate at a restaurant. It was a wonderful day. Anyway, so I think as I go forward into 2021, I'm going to have gratitude. I'm also going to not look back at any job that I had. I'm going to keep that door closed and locked. And Alexandra knows what I mean, meaning if you've moved on to a new job or a new relationship or anything new in your life, don't look back. You can reflect for a few seconds, but just keep going, keep going strong. Look, you got one life to live and just do it. Just fucking do it. Just fucking do it. Just fucking do it. And we've been through a lot. Like, you know, I think one of the best things that's come out of 2020, well, not to get political here, but Trump's out of the office. And Oh, Alexandra, you're really good. Biden is coming in. Kamala's coming in. The vaccine's rolling in. We have, and we have good. And I think that we all should be excited for this new administration. I mean, look, we respect everyone's political views. However, why I'm excited, at least, is because these new leaders have empathy for people. They care about the people. They don't want people to die. And they give a shit. They yeah. give a shit about you. Yes. And they have good relations with other countries. We can get back into, like, the World Health Organization. And once we get COVID more under control, we can tackle issues of climate change and caring about the earth. I think it's just, it's all good. And I'm just excited for January 20th. The inauguration is going to look a little bit different than it normally did. But we got him out of the office. And the best thing that I discovered during 2020 was Don Lemon. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole other topic. Don Lemon. Anyway. And, yes. oh my God, Chrissy Cuomo. They're the best. And... <laughs> Steve Alexandra, you're just throwing Steve in your Kornacki, political views Steve here. Kornacki. So we have to, like, you know, reflect upon that. Yeah, too. and I also think that a lot of companies now, and hopefully people that are going to collaborate with us, are being more altruistic and are 
giving a crap about different causes. Of course, there was Black Lives Matter. There have been so much controversy this year. 2020 has not, of course, just been about the pandemic. No. It's been about so much more than just that. And really, it's about, again, back to my word, people feeling validated, people feeling loved, and people wanting each other to see them as they are. Yeah. And that's really all I have to say about that. Yeah. So any other lasting thoughts before we wrap up our segment? No, I think we should play a game. Okay. What do you want to play? This or that 2020 edition. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, go ahead. So let's start in the beginning. Oh. Were you a toilet paper hoarder or not? Yes. You were. Yes, we, we, yeah. We hoarded? I believe we did. Oh, come on. That's yes. not nice. You have to share the wealth. No, I think People we actually need... did. We did. I think That's we That's a little bit selfish. Okay, well, I'm being honest. That's selfish. Okay, go on. Let's see. I think that was about March. I'm trying to hit all the months. Were you a banana bread or a zucchini loaf person? Well, you know I'm gluten-free, so... Okay, we're not taking... Okay, <laughs> this is not, like, specific. Like, okay. pretend you're on Instagram. Oh, okay. You click one. Banana. Banana. Okay, why don't you ask me one? Can you think of one? Like, what was specific to 2020? Oh, my God, Alexandra. Zoom or WebEx? You answer. I didn't like either. Zoom. I'd say Zoom. Zoom. Okay. okay. <laughs> Come on, let's roll it out here. Okay. Pajama bottoms or sweatpants? <laughs> underwear or no underwear? No, you cannot put that in. <laughs> Actually, I was listening to, who was I listening to? One of the girls, you know, I say Hannah, one of the girls out there with Mom, the podcast. Hannah just has the podcast by herself. Okay. She has different guests on. Okay, anyway, she was talking about that no one wore a bra. Bra or no bra? Um. Yeah, that's actually a good one. Well, some t I found a good bra that I like. Like, sometimes bras are restricting. It depends upon my mood. They were having this conversation about when you're walking around the house and, like, okay, now you're staying with your parents and it's a pandemic. Do you put a bra on so your dad doesn't see the girls bouncing up and down? Or do my you My dad's not? oblivious. He wouldn't even notice <laughs> if I was, like, where... This is a really weird conversation. No, it's not. What? You, you brought up, like... Underwear. No, okay. because they were talking about underwear. They were talking. Oh, okay. my God. Let's see. Anything else that was specific to 2020? Mm. I have no idea, Alexandra. I mean, oh, mask or no mask? Obviously a mask. Yeah, okay. Um, no, I think that's about it. Oh. Walking or riding a bike? I like both. Okay. No, did you work out on an app or were you out? Did you just do your own I was thing? outside. Yeah, I mean, I know these answers, but people don't. Okay, all right. Oh, favorite shows of 2020. Let's... Oh, my God. Mm. Oh, Handmaid's Tale. Oh, guys, I mean, <laughs> no, that was too dark. And teacher. Like, a teacher. A, a teacher. teacher. The Bachelorette. Bachelorette. Um, mm, let's see. Oh, my God, we just watched the other night. Uh, oh, with... The flight attendant. That was so no, good. And the undoing. The undoing. See, she loves her shows. I really love my shows. <laughs> and her dog. That. Those are the two priorities. Okay. And also in 2020, well, even before that, you're really good. You got really good at painting your nails. Thank you, Alexandra. Although they're quite chipped right now, but and I can blow out my hair. Yeah. Okay. Self-made. I am. No, no need to no. go. And I don't wear foundation anymore. My skin's just clear. That's not fair. 
Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It, it looks good. Oil of Olay. I don't spend money on products. So what's your skincare <laughs> My skin. Okay. A little bit of concealer, a little no, eyeliner. No, skincare. Oh, skincare. I thought you asked me what kind of makeup I no, wear. No, you did a skincare. Oh, Dove soap, which everyone told me never to use, and I use it. Just a warm, you know, warm washcloth, a little Dove soap, and that's it. Oh, and then after, of course, I wash my face, I put on a lot of creams. All about eyes, and then I put on like every single oil of Olay rejuvenation product out there. I mix them all together. It's like this bomb, and then I wear, and then I put it on my neck. Because, you know, as you age, your neck gets flappy or floppy. <laughs> and then, yeah, but my skin looks good. And I have to say, even though I was always in the sun, I always wore and continue to wear a very high SPF. And I always, always, always have a hat. But you need to talk to your friend because I need a new skincare. Okay. So that's about it. Do you have a heart-to-heart? -heart? We, we leave that for the guests. No. So what's an introspective moment or conversation that's changed you in some way? Okay, today I had it. I've been, there's so many, but today I had a conversation with, with uh, my son Aww. in the car, and he said to me that the pandemic made him really think about becoming closer to me, although we are extremely close. I don't know how much more we could have been close. You guys are best pals. We are best pals. I mean, we fight, but we are best pals. And he said to me that the pandemic has been a way for us just to be together and spend so much time. And of course, if we were in the real world without the pandemic, I probably would never have seen him the whole year. He's a senior in high school. He would have been at parties. He would have been with his friends. And of course, I would want him to be doing all that and more. But I say that about both of you, and I'm going to put you into this as well, that the pandemic has allowed me to spend this time with both of you. And clearly, it is something that I will always value and always will remember for my for forever. Oh, I asked this question, and I don't think I got a... I don't think I have an answer right away. You know, sometimes I just talk to my dog and then... <laughs> it's just about her he dog. He looks at me. I mean, I think, like, the, yesterday I loved biking and I felt free. And I, like, looked out to the ocean. I found a new spot mm -hmm. down where we, where we are. And mm -hmm. that was... I don't know. It felt, like, very freeing. Saw, you know, I was thinking, I saw an angel number. Mm. I was thinking about, like, the universe showing me a sign, and then it showed me a sign. Okay. I had a nice conversation with my friend tonight, though, Danielle. She is a hypochondriac, as am I. Mm. So it was nice to hear that someone... Someone else feels the same, same way. way. Mm -hmm. She's living with her family, you know, and I'm living with mine. I think it's nice to talk to friends and reach out to people even if you don't want to because you think that you're, like, the only one feeling a certain way and then you realize, like, that mm -hmm. you're not, mm -hmm. so. I think that's a great way to end this because I think that what you're saying and I've said and we've said and our guests have said is to attach yourself to someone because quite frankly, sometimes the loneliness you might be feeling is something that someone else might be feeling. But sometimes you may think that people seem to have all of it together, that they seem like they have their shit together. But quite frankly, they might be the most lonely person, loneliest person in the world, but they just don't share the expression, their heart on their sleeve. Yeah. So I think it's good advice to say to our coming from the heart family out there, our loyal listeners, Check in on someone, give someone a hug, hug, 
can't speak tonight, and spread the oxytocin. A hug virtually. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Well, I love you, Alexandra. Happy 2021, and it should be a wonderful year, healthy year, and just go out there and do, do what you do. Do the best at whatever you want to do. Don't look left, don't look right, and just look straight ahead. And you're going to get there, absolutely. Bam. Wow, that is amazing. Thanks so much, for everybody, for listening. We love you. Happy New Year. Happy 2021. And XOXO, Helene. You can find us on Instagram at coming underscore from the heart podcast or on Twitter at CFTH podcast. That's CFTH podcast. We're on Facebook, Coming From The Heart Podcast, and you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and many more streaming platforms. Thank you to our partners. Thank you, Playout Apparel. They're an all-inclusive, gender-equal company, so you shop your style, not your gender. They have really cute merch, so you all should buy some. So use code HEARTPODCAST. That's H-E-A-R-T podcast. 20% of your purchase goes towards immigration equality, which is the leading LGBTQIA immigration rights reform. And uh, thank you, Greek Glasses. Use code ALBE40 for 40% off your purchase. Continue to subscribe, rate, and review. And thank you all so much for listening. Mm -hmm.